Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Hold up. But that's what it is. You always say call a spade a spade. If you don't have the potential, then fuck it. Yeah. Oh shit, I messed up already. Oh shit, so. Oh my god. But they know they're not buried material. Exactly. Oh my god. Podcasting is therapy for me. I mean, I really don't do it for no other reason because I just like being honest and telling my truth in hopes that it'll help people be more transparent and honest about what it is they like, what it is they love, what it is they hate. I mean, if we can't be honest with ourselves, then what the fuck are we doing? You are now listening to The Reality Is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so we're good. We good to go? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to do the introduction first. I guess I'll go ahead and be uh, generic on this one and just let you guys know. What up, world? This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is podcast, alongside my co-host. Artesia. Where a filter becomes extinct. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Spreaker, so listen to the world's trendiest podcast or create your own on Spreaker. This episode is also brought to you by Take Action Gear and Apparel, the brainchild of actor Gabriel Silva, to stand up against bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you. So to support the support those guys, you can visit www.takeactiongear.com and purchase something to support the cause. So, I know it was, and think we normally have two more like little things on there. So in the studio today, first of all, we are in what, what's, what's the name of the studio again? Mix Recording Studio. Mix Recording Studio. So shout out to Mix Recording Studio. Mm-hmm. Shout out to LA. We're here for the weekend to do some work, and our first guest is Keandra Jackson. And let's just say, like, you got a lot of key points on here. Like, I put key points down. You known as America's number one relationship therapist. Been on TV shows like The Doctor, featured in you New York Times, B. T Vice TV, which to me is real television. <laughs> so if you on Vice TV, then you good here. So I want everybody to welcome uh, Keandra Jackson. Thank you for taking our time. Absolutely. I'm super excited to be here. Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome yeah. to Cali. <laughs> Cali. My first time being in LA. Oh, yeah. So I know I was telling our teaser, normally when we come, we go to San Diego yeah. or, you know, somewhere a little bit. South because this I is more been north. To LA since childhood, so it don't count. Oh yeah, that don't count for Mm-mm. you. Yeah, no. no. So, <laughs> so how did you come? How do you guys figure out, or how did they figure out you're the number one relationship therapist, and why did they deem you the number one therapist? I didn't even know I was the number yeah. one, but because my accolades yeah. read so and I do so much, someone else actually prompted that they started it. They Ain't was like, with "You like America's number one?" I'm like. I, okay, you know I like that actually. I am. I roll with that. And so I literally took it yeah. and I just stamped it on all my stuff, my and website, my, and kept it rolling. Mm-hmm. And when people see, like, oh, she has not only just the um, credentials to back it up, but yeah. it's like you have the knowledge to do so as well. Yeah. They were like, oh yeah, you can te- you can keep that title. You so can keep it. Is it a lot of black therapists though? 
Because that's one thing we talk about all the time back home in Dallas. And, yeah. and I know Taraji P has been speaking out about that. That was so dope. Yeah, Super about dope. health. And it's like we don't, as black people, we really don't take it you know, serious enough. We don't go see a therapist. We don't go see a counselor. So first of all, what got you into this? And what is it about you that you feel like makes people want to open up to you? Yeah, so... I believe that this field is growing. Yeah. So mental health is becoming very, very, um, I'm working on it being unstigmatized, yeah. mm-hmm. basically, right? So there's a lot of hot topics with like all of the suicides that recently happened yeah. with like Anthony Bourdain and yeah. Kate Spade and stuff. So I think it's becoming more of um, an issue that we need to address. And yeah. especially we can't ignore it in the black community anymore. No. Like mm-hmm. I see way too many people committing suicide yeah. or having suicidal thoughts and, you know, trying to be strong, mama bear, daddy, mm-hmm. you know, and pray it's it like, away. Pr- yeah. yeah, no, we can pray, but you it's coming to see me for there. therapy yes, too. You need to. <laughs> we doing both simultaneously. <laughs> Have you ever had a, a black client come in with that mindset of like religion to where it's a wall up and you have to chip away at that wall to actually get to the problem? Yeah, and a lot of it is also circled around medication. Yeah. That's where the biggest barrier that I've seen with um, black people because yeah. <laughs> they're like, what? I'm not taking no medication. And I'm like, if you need it, you should take it. You should take it. Think about it like in the aspect of physical health. If you had diabetes and you needed to take some insulin or something, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be saying, oh, I'm not going to take You're going to take your insulin, yeah. right? Because that's what you need to survive yeah. on a daily basis. So you taking one pill a day to make sure that you not suicidal yeah. and all of that is it's beneficial because some people really do have a chemical imbalance they do mm-hmm. so you sp- go ahead no I was just gonna say for me it really seems like you've taken a different approach to the whole therapy mm-hmm. thing because what drew me to you was like your social media presence traditional therapist is something kind of like boring you just imagine going sitting on the yeah. couch and it's yep. very dry yeah. but you seem very personable so is that something that you always set out to do or is that like your personality is just you're combining both of them how did that come about I think it's just part of my personality mm-hmm. and I just love social media in general yeah. so I don't even be doing that to front it's just like <laughs> this is my life and okay. I want to share it with the world but I think in our field they teach us to be very kind of like closed off don't mm-hmm. self-disclose don't you know give too much of your personal yeah. life to the world yeah. but I'm like you know what my personal experience has really helped me get to here right mm-hmm. I learned how or I decided to specialize in relationships because I didn't see any healthy relationships growing up in my life mm-hmm. it's, right? so, it's crazy that was, that was none. My, yes. we just literally at our last show we did a speakeasy and we were talking about relationships yep. and I joke a lot so people mm-hmm. always think I'm playing but I was like I don't really know if I even know how to love somebody properly I was like my dad left when I was 8 years old I never saw him hug my mom kiss my mom do any of that so those traits or those emotions I didn't know how to tap into that because I've never seen anybody express that Right, right. so I definitely think that's an issue with the black community that we have to try to figure out plus even when we do try to be sexual as kids or black people like we're told don't do this don't touch yourself don't you know you'll go to hell or Mm -hmm. the Bible (laughs) says something about your seed shouldn't touch the ground and it's like we're talking about 2,000 year old rules you can't tell me not to touch myself I'm not playing with you today Um, I'm not playing with you today I'm just saying what what do you so do you try to really is your focus mainly on colored people or people of color Colored people, I sound like a yeah, real. I was like, I'm like, oh, you took it way I'm, I'm back. Black. Like, like, you just, I'm black, so I can do that. Like, if a white like, person said, right. "How do you feel about colored people?" I'm like, "Hey, motherfucker!" I would have walked out of here yeah. right now. Like, excuse me, but excuse me. <laughs> do you have a primary focus on people of color because of the lack thereof and the lack of exposure and education in this field? 
it wasn't necessarily uh, a target of mine, but yeah. just naturally, mm-hmm. it just came with the territory. Yeah. So I see all races, Asians, Caucasian. I mean, it doesn't really matter to me. I really just enjoy helping people in general. Mm-hmm. But because there's not too many of us in this field, yeah. mm-hmm. they gravitate. They like, I want a black therapist. Yeah. Like, I want a, I want somebody that got natural hair. Yeah. Like, you know? I, and that's the thing, too, because even when I looked for my therapist, I have one now. And Shout out I, to you. Ooh, ooh. But see, I went the first the first time I went, I'm 36. The first time I went, I think I was like 26 after yeah. a breakup. Mm-hmm. And I went to a black guy. And I honestly will say, I think black women therapists are the best mm-hmm. if it goes between Shout a black. Yeah, because even with a black. Shout yeah, out. Yeah, because she has a <laughs> yes. dope one too. But the black men that I had went to, mm-hmm. to I felt like they tried to connect with me on a homeboy like yeah, level and I was like nah we, yeah I was like we need to keep that apart like right. I don't wanna don't be my friend it's boundaries yeah just I need you to tell me what it is and what mm-hmm. it's not and I feel like when I've went in with women you'll tell them something and women just have this thing where they know you're not telling the whole damn truth yeah. mm-hmm. and I remember my you know my counselor she's like well if you're not gonna be totally open yeah. with me then you're, we're wasting our time that's real mm-hmm. talk so, I tell like I'm a straight shooter in therapy yeah. so if you come in and get babied and coddled yeah. <laughs> and that's not really my style I'll be yeah. like look you're gonna keep it real because you paying me mm-hmm. I mean we on the that's clock true. So. that's true and I think therapy therapy is so great because so many of us carry around things that we're not telling people it's talk. things yeah. that we're embarrassed to tell our friends it's things that we're embarrassed to tell our parents it's things that we aren't even about uh, embarrassed to tell our significant mm-hmm. other. Absolutely. And stuff that you blocked out too. Like you don't even think about it. It comes up later in life. Like yeah. I know we've had several conversations. It was certain things that I didn't think about until after the fact where I was like, oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. yeah. And going to counseling helped me yeah. figure that out. Connect the dots. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I know you said you specialize in improving intimacy with couples mm-hmm. by increasing effective two way communication. Yes. What is effective two way communication in from your perspective or in your opinion? So from my opinion, people oftentimes just talk one way. <laughs> so literally they just talk and they just literally wait for the other person to um, shut up yeah. so they can give a response. True. Mm-hmm. So understanding that it's reciprocity, it takes two ways, yeah. right? So it's like when someone is talking to you, the other person needs to be actively listening. Yeah. Like making sure you're understanding and retrieving and soaking in what the other person is saying and regurgitating that information yeah. and be like, so you saying this to seek clarity. Yeah. So it goes both ways. No, and I so I think too, like a lot of the times communication is one of the most um the, I guess you could say the foundational issues of a lot of problems that people come to yeah. for me in regards to couples, right? So they come, oh, I got money issues and I got trust issues and we got sex problem. And it's like, okay, but have you been communicating about that? That's true. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, let's okay, start then. there. <laughs> but, but see, what do you do though? Because I feel like therapy is important to me, but I think communication is important too. Absolutely. So I've talked, I have a lot of friends as you get older, as we get older, you, you start having those friends that you've been dating for three or four years. You want something different with social media, making everybody readily available. You know, you can have whatever kind of woman you want, whenever you want. Like, what do you, how do you keep people together? Like, how do you keep relationships together in this day and age where everybody's dispensable? Yeah. So I say it like this. I don't keep people together. Yeah. People keep themselves together. True, mm-hmm. true. So if you desire to make this relationship work, you want to stay married, yeah. even though, you know, infidelity happened or whatever transpired in your relationship and you want to fight for it, yeah. oh, I'm here for it, right? Yeah. But if one person is out the door and the other person is dragging the other person to therapy, I tell them from session one, yeah. this ain't going to work. Y'all going to waste your time yeah. and y'all just going to pay me a whole bunch of money <laughs> for no reason. And at least you at least you're saying real Because I can take everybody money, right? Mm-hmm. And just be balling out of control with it. But I really do have a desire to help people keep their families together yeah. and prevent divorce so yeah that's how it plays out oftentimes 
I was watching one of your videos, and in the video you, you were talking me about. Hey, like just watching all. <laughs> but you, but you, you have to do your homework. <laughs> but you know what's so funny is I always try to just leave it like where we just have raw conversation. But I like to have a few points. Absolutely. So I did go. I followed up on some stuff yesterday. I was watching a video, and you said your goal is. I think you said something 10, helping ten thousand mm-hmm. couples. Mm-hmm. Where did like why the number ten thousand and where did that come from? People always want to attach to a larger mission or yeah. goal, right? So I help tons of people like in my private practice, but I was like, I need to go bigger, I need to go broader. And then with me tapping into TV and major conferences all around the world, yeah. I was like, I need a bigger number. Yeah. You know, it can't just be ten people, yeah. no. twenty, hundred. And it's like I've worked with almost over four hundred couples in my private practice over the last few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I have to go big with it. So as mm-hmm. I'm getting closer to that goal, yeah. I'm gonna have to make it bigger. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go hundred thousand. Where are you, you now know what with I mean? the goal? Yeah, I'm about seven. Okay. Seven thousand. Seven. That's good okay. though. And that's collectively with like my conferences, mm-hmm. my workshops, mm-hmm. um, all kind of stuff. Just yeah. everything combined. I'm calculating everything. How do you stay humble in this space where you're well, like where you're on BET and you're doing all of this stuff? How do you stay humble but yet? like accept I guess I would say the queen that you are in the position that you're in and the reason I ask that is we struggle with that like with us doing the business and as it continues to grow mm-hmm. people email us people reach out to us and you know, not to be funny even having Devin oh, yeah. here like I know he's Good been yeah, like we just <laughs> met him this is our first time meeting him today oh, mm-hmm. we've been talking to him like via social media because he found the podcast and he had been listening yeah. but it's hard to when people be like I'm a fan or I'm this like how do you stay humble but also allow yourself to c- continue to level up mm-hmm. because that greatness that everybody sees in just you walk in yeah you gotta right. see it you gotta see it in yourself too so how do you manage that that's true so I mean I have humble beginnings yeah. like I'm from I don't know if y'all know about Compton mm-hmm. <laughs> of course we know about Compton I'm straight out, I'm straight yeah. out of Compton for real like born and raised there so I didn't come from some bougie uppity just yeah. came into money right like we struggled hard my parents were divorcing domestic violence yeah. we had to eat the same meal breakfast I mean like I know the struggle. Yeah. So when I'm at a place where I can financially help my family or, you know, leave a legacy of doing all of the amazing things that I have been granted to do, like, it's a blessing and I feel yeah. like it's an honor, mm-hmm. right? So there are times where I'm like, people be like, do you really, like, see your resume? And I'm like, I see it, but I don't think it's really sunk in fully. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I think people, more people hype it up yeah. than what I feel internally. That's mm-hmm. always how it happens because that's, that's how, how people... for me, yeah. especially. People do that. What What other questions you got on this you, piece of paper? We had the <laughs> they same got no questions. Books and, yeah. no, I mean, they got it no, all we, d- the we did our work <laughs> separately this time. Normally, we try to do it together <laughs> and literally, we came back to the table with the same questions. I think the only different one that I had for you was I saw the video that you did about about moving forward after trust has been broken mm. um so my question is a little bit different because i didn't want to just limit it to cheating yeah but let's thank just you say, for doing yeah that. <laughs> any any kind of wrongdoing so let's just say a person apologizes for it how can you move forward as a couple if one person is still stuck in what you did wrong and yeah. not letting you live it down after they've already accepted your apology and you you've continued the relationship because to me that means if you're continuing a relationship I forgive you yeah. I'm moving past this point yeah. but anytime something comes up they're holding it over your head it made me feel like family feud good question good question <laughs> <laughs> well I often feel like if you still holding it over the person's head you really didn't truly forgive them mm-hmm. in the first place yeah. yeah. so I know that that's a process right yeah. it just don't happen overnight like oh, I'm just gonna forget and we're gonna be back in a, a good place mm-hmm. but if you say you for, like even in the law like you can't be tried for the same crime like it's double jeopardy right so it's like if you say you forgive a person and you want to move forward and you want to stay in this relationship Mm -hmm. like act 
actively forgive them. Like, truly search your heart and be like, is this something I really can move forward with? But if you keep going back to the nah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. think I can get over it, then maybe you shouldn't continue that mm-hmm. relationship. Mm-hmm. And don't lie to yourself no more or to the person and just maybe potentially mm-hmm. part ways. Mm-hmm. So it's not always about cheating. It could be about... Yeah. You're not picking up the kids on time. <laughs> I don't trust you. Or not content. Or not. I think a lot of over your finances. That and that's what I was about like to say. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. I was going to say, so I think a lot of men think they, when they think infidelity or they think cheating, they automatically think that. But I do have a question. It's a generic question, but is cheating inevitable in marriages and relationships now? Because everybody thinks or seems to think that it is. Mm-hmm. And I think it's weird when I hear women be like, all oh, men are dogs. But it's like, okay, you left that one dog. And you're going to go get with another Hello. dog that's mm-hmm. going to cheat and whenever he's going to cheat. So it's like, what, do you say stay and work that out if you love that person? Because I also feel like if you were together like five years yeah. and he didn't cheat for five years and on the sixth year he mm-hmm. cheated. So you're going to throw away them 365 days I five times it's, for it's one totally time? It's situational, but we're going to let the expert answer the question. That's what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> definitely situational. You can't put that as a blanket statement over yeah. every single relationship. Because I've dealt with couples where it was like, and I was literally like you may want to let that go I don't tell people to break up and get divorced but at the same time I'm like if this doesn't align with your core values and your goals and where you see yourself or your relationship moving forward let that go you know Mm -hmm. it probably isn't the best option so Mm -hmm. I believe that two people can be monogamous if they true if they choose to Mm -hmm. I do believe that not saying it's gonna be easy because you're gonna have people sliding in DMs you're gonna see cute booties and you know six packs Mm -hmm. all over social media but you have to have a decision in your mind like what I got at the house yeah. and what I got is way better than this temporary right. situation. But I think in order to think that way, I think it has to be a connection deeper than just the physical oh, totally. and Hands sex. Down. Like it has to be something that locks you in. Absolutely. You know, I, I like for me, I struggle with relationships and I tell people all the time I have commitment issues, but not in the cheating sense. Mm-hmm. And just I, I have commitment issues on car notes, mm-hmm. like saying four years to anything or dedicating myself to it's <laughs> like, like I ain't doing that. It's tough. So it's like even to think about now and think about marriage. I'm I'm I turned thirty six Monday. So a lot of people are always like, Bro, when you gonna have a kid, when you gonna settle down? Mm-hmm. And it's it's not that I don't want to, but I know what I need and I know what it Absolutely. takes to keep me there. Yep. And if I don't have that, I always look at it. I talk to my mom all the time and I'm like, I don't want to be a cheater. And if I'm in a certain situation, I know that's what I'm going to be. So why set myself up when I could just stay single and do whatever I want to do, be honest with these people and keep moving and living my life. And I appreciate that. And you know that about yourself, right? And I'm pretty sure that you're honest with the females that you deal with or whoever you deal with, right? Because it's like, if you telling me the real deal from the beginning, I got I ain't got nothing but respect from you, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And the only thing I can choose to do is either to rock <laughs> with it or I'll be like, nah, that's not how I'm getting down in this season. Yeah. Deuces. <laughs> in that's this the, season. Right? And this, you know, seasons change. Yeah, you know, you really got, let's be real. You got Think the seasons where you want to just wild out yeah. and then you got other yeah. seasons where it's like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and just yeah. wait on the Lord. Why do, <laughs> why, do, why do women do this, though? So I've been in a lot of situations. Me and her have talked about this before, too, and a lot of men to where, okay, you're in a relationship to where you know it's just sex Mm -hmm. and then a man will say it's just sex and a woman will concur and agree with it but then she'll after it's like two months or three months the feelings change and sometimes it changes for the guy too we just try to stay in that lane of like we said this is all it's gonna be but what is it about is it just that just the way women love that they eventually they may say yeah I'm cool with sex but in like a month or two it's like they want more I I think go ahead go ahead I think women get attached 
And if you are treating a person a certain way and you're being respectful to them, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's easy to get caught up in that feeling. So quite naturally, you would be like, oh, I want to explore this further. Yeah. I mean, that's just natural to me. I don't think it's just like, oh, everybody does. Like, it's natural. Absolutely. And I believe that there's a biological component to that as well. Like, mm-hmm. I have a really good friend who's a relationship scientist. So he talks about relationships Fancy. from, yeah, from a biological, what happens in your body yeah, when chemistry you, and all, the yeah. chemistry, mm-hmm. he talks about the brain and how, you know, bonding hormones and yeah. serotonin and the, the synapses, mm-hmm. you know, all of that stuff is real. So I think it's, an, uh, it's a level of us being attached, but also too, there's like, physiological stuff mm-hmm. that we just can't get away from and too that's that the thing. pushes us in that direction. And that's the thing because a lot of people will say stuff like oh if he loved you he wouldn't cheat. I disagree with that because being a man and just speaking I can't speak for all Go men. Go ahead and speak. But speaking for <laughs> men it's like we're always going to be attracted to another woman. Uh, okay. But yeah. I think it's the having the opportunity I think when men know they can get something or they know they have an opportunity, that's what makes it dangerous. And a lot of times we didn't, I tell people, I go, 12 years ago, if you broke up with a girl, you got back with her a lot of times in like a week. Now people ain't getting back together because somebody, like you say, somebody Wait. in their DM or they could go yeah. to Tinder and it's like 15 girls are, you know, swiping left or right or which way it goes uh-huh. on them. And it's like, you know oh. which way it goes. <laughs> Quit playing. You know how to swipe. Wow. I'm, just, I'm just playing. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like it's so easy out here that nobody's settling down anymore. Nobody's trying to have kids like and. I, I just feel like it's the ways are changing mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's ever going to come back around. You know, they say it's nothing new under the sun. Maybe it will. But I just feel like this whole wave and this whole move right now is like everybody's saying oh, self-love and self-care. And I think they're taking it too far. Mm-hmm. You can self-love and self-care to a selfish state to where you end up hurting people. Yeah. And people will use things to cop out and be like, oh, well, he ain't treat me right th- today, mm-hmm. but he's been good to you. Right. So now mm-hmm. you're going to leave because a motherfucker, another nigga in your ear right. talking mm-hmm. this yak. And now you feel like, oh, I could go do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like we got to figure out how to rebuild this structure. And that's why I like seeing people like LeBron James mm-hmm. do what he does, Accurate. making marriage look cool, yep. yeah. making, having kids and taking care of your kids look cool, having your home, but not to be funny, even Dwayne Wade, like he cheated on Gabby, but it's like, y'all got to think about that situation. Like, even if he just now cheated, Miami, a millionaire, <laughs> all these women, Listen. she loves she loves LeBron. Mm-hmm. And I tell all the time, no, it's no scandal in the news about LeBron to, cheating. You don't have to tell me. I already know. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure when LeBron went to streets. Miami at 24 years old, he was hitting them Boricuas. <laughs> But, well, but, be <laughs> but nobody's talking about it. So clearly he did something right to yeah. protect his household. People don't keep it in I the house appreciate. like they used he to. He paid him. He paid him to keep the hush hush. He, he did something. So. But we don't know. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. LeBron. Yeah, sorry. sorry. We just got to throw it around. Know. But it's the truth because I heard a girl say one day, she was like, I want love like my grand, my grandparents have. Mm. They've been it's married been 60. Going on. Yeah, and they was like, they've been married 60 years. I was like, but you don't think he cheated or lied or your grandmother didn't do something like they're not perfect. Right. You're coming in, what, she was 20-something? You coming in on the 40 years that you saw them, they perfect now. Yep. That's why whenever you ask an older couple, what does it take to make it work, they always say forgiveness. Absolutely. That's you got to get past that. I tell people that all the time. You have to be be excellent at forgiving mm-hmm. over and over again. Yep. That's how you make it work. And to be honest, like, even my grandparents were married. Rest in peace. My grandma passed away earlier this year. Um, but they were married for 40-plus years. Yeah. And when I look back on the situation, my grandma always says, "If you know what I know, you don't you won't get married or have kids." And I always like, say that. What? Always. And then when I look at the situation too, my grandpa had a child in between. My granny had eight. Mm. 
Mm. My grandpa had a kid in there. So yeah. there was something popping off oh, yeah. that nobody was talking, talking about, about yeah. you know? So that's just real. But they stayed married. Yeah. So what what is your goal with, with what you're doing with, you know, being a therapist and a counselor? Like, what is your goal? Outside of the 10,000, what do you want your legacy to be remembered as? Mm. That's a good question. The 10,000 is my real goal. Like, yeah. that's something I'm trying to smash. Like, <laughs> gotta like have goals out here. You only got street. 3K left. But I really saw it's <laughs> right. Yeah. And I gotta up it. So, it's so funny because last year I went to the African American Museum uh, in DC. Place, yes. I don't know how I got in because people were saying, like, oh, you can't never get in when it. Yep. I don't know. We got in. But I walked in there and I was like, this was before any of this stuff happened, before BET, before yeah. all. I said, I'm gonna be in here one day. And I told my mama that. Yeah. And she was like, girl, boo, you ain't going to be in nowhere. <laughs> but I had that sense just yeah. walking around like there's some these are mm-hmm. great people. Yeah. And I'm like, my name going to be yeah, on, on here. Wall. My face going to be on this wall for being one of the dopest therapists in the game who truly is passionate about helping people stay together in a world where that's not always so common. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you believe in like what what do you do to believe in yourself? And, I, and I'll I'll break it down. I told her a lot of people come to me and be like, hey, y'all got something good going here. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep doing this. And and they see this. I know for me, they'll try to put this Charlemagne the God type label yep. on me. And I'm like, I want to just be seen as me. Mm-hmm. But it's hard for me to be like, when I make it, I always say if. So mm-hmm. when did you get away from the if and start saying when? Ooh. Because everybody starts with that if. I don't care who, how confident you are. You kind of like, yeah, well, you know, if I make it, I'd like to do this. Or, mm-hmm. you know, and people always say, say when. Yeah. Because you're going to speak it out into the yes. universe and let it, you know, manifest itself. And mm-hmm. But for me, that's difficult to do. when Because for me, I know how hard we work, what we do behind the scenes with the mm-hmm. podcast. Other people just see, like, they may see the video of you sitting here and whoever else we're interviewing this week. But it's like, I know the struggle yep. that makes me say if. Mm-hmm. So how did you get past that? So to be honest with you, I never wanted none of this. People mm-hmm. think that I went into the game, oh, I want to be on TV. Yeah, I never, never, ever, it just literally fell in my lap. Yeah. And I'm the kind of person, I'm like a woman of faith, so I'm like, God, whatever you have for me, that's what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when gosh, he always likes to show people the end results, like, boom, you're going to be on TV and do yeah. it. But he don't show you that process, mm-hmm. right? So I, it was probably just a month ago when I was about to quit. I was crying and everything. Yeah. Like, I ain't doing this no more. I'm yeah. so tired But people of this. don't see that. People don't see that. And I like to be transparent and honest about that yeah. because this road ain't cute. Nah. You know, there's times where it's like, oh, God, I got more money going out than coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's be real. Or yeah. times where it's just like, okay, this brand, this this thing, I'm tired, yeah. you know? But you have to keep pushing because yeah. it's the times, it happens to me every single time when I get to a very, very low point where I'm just about to throw in the towel. Yeah. Somebody DM me, Keandra, I watched one of your videos. Mm-hmm. You were so inspirational. Thank you so much. Keep pushing. Yeah. And then I'm like, that gives me fuel, Same. you know? And that, that happens to us a lot of times too. But like you said, I did, I think it was about two weeks ago, I did that episode of, on depression. Mm-hmm. And I was just being very yeah. vulnerable and open with people and I got so many hits about it and like I told them I was like I didn't do the episode for hits mm-hmm. I did it because I know people struggle from depression That's real. I never even really addressed depression until like two years ago and I was like oh is that what that is mm-hmm. you know because we just be like oh I'm having a bad day I just want to lounge around and I tell mm-hmm. people I'm like if you lounging around all day for no reason and you feeling down that's depression for weeks mm-hmm. yeah. and weeks yeah and you don't want to oh, we just yeah. don't ever want to call it that because yeah. we don't want to be seen as weak mm-hmm. and I think with black men we have that so much I think right now honestly what I think what you're doing in the field that you're doing it in 
is great. Yeah. We need it because we need to see people of color, but we also need to see people who actually understand it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you've been, you like you said, you're licensed mm-hmm. to do all of this. Absolutely. But then when somebody comes in and talks to you, you have solutions for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ain't just sitting up talking to, like if me and her were talking, we both we know we got issues, but we're the solution at Right, right. And how we get to it. <laughs> like, how we help each other. <laughs> so I'm just saying. She's like, don't try to play me. I'll be having solutions. <laughs> so I just always try to figure out, like, what do we do? Like, how do we... How do we get back to to that part? So you have a. Uh, I looked up to. I did stalk you. You're playing on, on. You're planning an IG discussion. Is that today? Uh, about the about. Um, should you take a cheater back? Oh, me and Keyshawn Scott. He's another dope relationship That's today, right? expert. That's happening on Monday. On Monday. That's happening. I wouldn't be here with y'all if it was today. Well, I mean, like late. I didn't know if it was later or not. Nah, you know, I don't do this. Is my self care day. Just okay. so y'all know. Friday. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing- <laughs> well, thank you for Monday. Yeah, <laughs> you're very welcome. But Monday is going down. So yes, it's gonna be real good. So we did that once before on another topic yeah. of is um. Is being single considered a um, cure? Or is marriage considered a cure for singleness? Mm. And over probably like 600 people tuned in on Instagram Live for that. And you know Instagram yeah. Live, you don't begin that many no. viewers. No. So when that knows, when them numbers came up, I said, oh, I think we got something here. We got to keep doing this. Because that is true. Mm-hmm. And I know, you, you. this is what I do all the time. You know on IG, like it'll pop up and say so-and-so went live. Sometimes it happens when you're trying to swipe somewhere else and it throws you right into somebody's thing. <laughs> you like, oh, and, oh. Yeah, then I look up, I'm like, shit, I'm the only one. I'm sorry, I got to get out of here. <laughs> oh I want I want to support them. But I'd be like, hey, I, I be didn't need to. I trying to hang on to some other people, no. huh? No, I, I, I jump off too. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Like, if I go in there and I see myself and I'm the only one, I'm like, yeah, let me get out I of be, here. I feel too bad. You got to get out before they be like, hey, and Anthony. they shot you out. Somebody did that to me yesterday on Facebook Live. Yeah. I joined their thing and they were like, hey, you want to come on with me to talk? I was like, no. no. Yeah. And they sent me an invitation. I uh, deleted no. it, hopped I, out. I can, yeah, I couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't like that either. Don't mm-hmm. try to prompt me to get on screen. Like, people pay for that. Yeah, pay me just no. try to do you all stuff do all willy-nilly. You know, you just can't do that. <laughs> Marriage. Is it something? Are you married? I am not married. And I think that's the that's unique what I was part about you. my journey. I Good. didn't know if I wanted to. They trying to be all in my no, business, y'all. I was, I, I, was deba- I was sitting here debating on whether to bring it up because mm-hmm. I think I read it somewhere that yeah. you weren't. And then I was checking for the ring. And I was like, so how does this work? Mm-hmm. You're not married, but you are counseling couples on the success of their relationship yes how does it work yeah so that so that's actually something i'm very transparent about Mm -hmm. like that's a part of my personal life that i share very openly Mm -hmm. because that's one of the number one questions i get all the time like how the heck your single butt helping people (laughs) stay married and i'm just like that's a great question to have i would and somebody tried to check me on that one time on instagram i mean facebook they always gonna do that and i was like let me hit you with this block real quick i'm smooth (laughs) with the block i have no i have no time for foolery right yeah it's one thing when you have a question that you genuinely want to know the answer to and it's another thing when you're disrespectful about it yeah you know so i see it as any other way people always say like you can't counsel anybody or you can't show somebody how to do something unless you specifically have been through it yourself and I don't necessarily believe that about every aspect of mm-hmm. my life right That's true. so not only has my educational background prepared me for this but yeah. my life experiences like I told y'all yeah. right mm-hmm. so like never seen anybody in my whole entire life have a healthy relationship my parents were broken up and all of that stuff and so I just went on a mission like start researching couples yeah. interviewing couples my schooling I just went through a whole intensive and I was like oh my gosh and when I found that I was getting results Mm -hmm. that's what's important I keep telling y'all y'all looking at the wrong stuff (laughs) y'all in my personal life look at these numbers Mm -hmm. and that's what matters I have a 70% success rate of keeping people together Mm -hmm. 70 
in a world where half yes. of that mm-hmm. <laughs> is getting divorced. Yeah. So yeah. who would you rather go to? A yeah. married couple who um don't got that them kind of numbers? Or a single person who's exactly. killing it. I think we talk, we talked about that before because we've told people, or I've told people that about my long-term relationships, and they're like, oh, well, you're still not married. I was married before. That's by choice that yeah. I don't want to be. Yeah. But my, my relationships have lasted longer than some of y'all marriages. Totally, right? Yeah. And then people think I ain't never been in a relationship in my life. It's like, <laughs> just because I'm single currently, exactly. it doesn't mean I've just like been a hermit under True. a rock. And just like my mom always told me, she's like, if a, if a wino tells you to not drink alcohol because you can end up like this. Yeah. You don't blow him off. Mm-hmm. He's a wino, but he has experience. Absolutely. He got, so like you said, you don't have to be married. You've been in a relationship. Marriage is only a relationship with more commitment. That part. That's yes. really what that it is. It's, 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 I mean, we've already done that. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, this is the thing too that I like to bring. And then this, this shocks people and they like, oh yeah, you're right. So when you go to your doctor, <laughs> and you got an issue going on. Mm-hmm. Are you requiring your doctor to have the same exact issue nope. that you have in order to treat you? Yeah. Oh, you got to have had breast cancer before it in order to treat me. Oh, you got to have delivered this baby before yep. you can deliver. My- no, you don't care because mm-hmm. you know that they went to school, mm-hmm. got the educational background, and you're trusting that they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Same Excellent situation point. here. And you have that degree to go with life experience. Hello. Yes. So no you shades double to down. coaches, yeah. but you double down. Um, yeah, I got, I got, a, I got another layer. I got student loans <laughs> attached to that thing. Fuck, I hate those. <laughs> I a whole other conversation for a whole other day. <laughs> so, with 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 where you at right now? Is this is off the the therapy thing before mm-hmm. we get ready to close? Kanye, I just want to hear your thoughts. I haven't even spoken on them because. I am a fan of his music. I've always been a fan. Like, it's just hard to see him like this. Yeah, yeah. Mm, clearly, it's a mental health somewhere. If he was coming to you, what do you think you would tell him? With just what you know from just seeing him. First of all, I would say get away from the Kardashians. That's one. <laughs> Run. Niggas don't be right after they date a Kardashian. We all know that. Two, where are the people around him that can tell him something and make him listen? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's gotten to a point to where a dangerous point to where nobody else's advice outside of your own is what you're taking. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to be honest, like I stay up on pop culture, but not as much as I should. No, I don't. And either. sometimes it becomes too much for yeah. me and I just have to unplug. So yeah. it was more recently that I heard where T.I. had commented on mm-hmm. something. And then that's when I was like, let me read what really went down yeah. with Trump and all of that stuff. I just think. So, it, and, and I think now black people probably need counseling more than ever absolutely Mm -hmm. i think that a lot of black people i put a video up last week and i was like black people have ptsd just from their upbringing mexican people have ptsd from their upbringing when you grow up in the hood that's good and you around shooting and people getting raped and not to be funny like black you know they say black men are the number one killers of black women Mm -hmm. like it's so much shit that we need to unpack that we're scared to unpack Mm -hmm. like what is what, what would you say is the first step to unpacking this yeah the first step is just acknowledging that we got a problem got in the problem. first place. Yeah. Like, and I tell people this, especially when all of those shootings were happening yeah. and people were posting them. It's I was like, much. do you guys understand that this there's something called vicarious trauma? Like, yeah. you, mm-hmm. I was watching that and I was like, I'm traumatized for life. Yeah. Like, I just can't. No, nobody should be scrolling past their Instagram and see someone being killed. And you that's know? why I don't watch none of that. When people hit me up and be like, Hey, have you seen mm-hmm. like the no. Eric Garner video or the Sandra Bland? I'm like, I'm not watching somebody get choked out, shot yeah. down. Mm-hmm. I can't. And then it's gonna. 
make me racist for 24 <laughs> hours. I will hate every fucking or white longer. person. Yeah, I just so I don't. I'm like I don't want to see that shit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a lot, but definitely acknowledging that we have a problem and just holding each other accountable. Like yeah. when I see one of my friends going through something or they're not like themselves, whether it's because of some trauma that I picked up on yeah. or something that happened more recently, I'm checking them in a good way. Like, you good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being like, real, not like one of them quick, like, how are yeah. you? Oh, I'm good. Like, no. Let's sis. Mm-hmm. Are you good Are you really real? good? Like, I'm here. Yeah. Like, that's the kind of conversations we really need because we keep skipping over stuff and mm-hmm. we just keep pushing stuff down and then at the end of the day, that stuff is going to explode. Yeah. It's going to eventually explode. Blow up in our face. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got any other questions before we get out of here? Um, I was just going to ask about some suggested mental health practices because we always talk good. about, yeah. Good answer, good answer. And that's a great segue to my book. So <laughs> I have a book called, you didn't mention my book. See, you did all this stalking and no, you didn't even I'm say about, nothing about it. I'm about to let you, That's that, honestly, before we, normally before I close out with a guest, I'd be like, what do you have coming up? What do you want people to look for? So I was, I wanted you to talk more about it. she answered my question first. Right? Right, he tried to boot me off already. <laughs> Goodness gracious. But that is a good point. I have a book called Staying Sane in an Insane World, a prescription for even better mental health. And it's a small pocket-sized book, straight directly to the point. Yeah. But I wrote it because I've seen so many of the issues that we talked about today being presented. And just not even in the black community, but just abroad, abroad right? Yeah. And we don't even have the basics of what mental health. Like, soon as someone says mental health, they think of mental illness. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Which is two like different things, yes. right? So managing your mental health is... Is something that you do on a daily basis. Yeah. How you think, how you feel, how you problem solve, yeah. how you handle stress, that's managing your mental health. But when all of that goes haywire, yeah. mm-hmm. that's when we see like some Kanye, bipolar, mm-hmm. depression, schizophrenia, you know, all of those things. It's just hard seeing him in that light right now. It's a little, it's a little much. Yeah. It, it's it it's hard much. seeing it. It's, it's, it's like it's, I go through a range of emotions. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I'm kind of like, I'm let down. Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of like, who is this nigga? Yeah, because it's past the point of, oh, he's these are just yeah, his typical antics. Or his, mama, doing this or to his get mom attention. died. Well, I mean, if he didn't properly address it, because I saying. went through that. Yeah, it's a long term so effect. I, yeah. yeah. I feel like that was kind of, that, that was a pivotal yeah. point of course, for him. Because yeah. he, he was good before that. Thing. He was kind of good before that. He was that. great before that. And then mm-hmm. when his mom died, I didn't know that he didn't really address it. And then he showed up with No Shade with Amber Rose. And I was like, this ain't the type of person he even fucks with yeah but it was like that was the beginning of a downward spiral Mm -hmm. right right yeah so if you know something is wrong right you just know that you haven't been feeling like yourself it's okay to seek professional help Mm -hmm. there's dope therapists like myself who look just like you you know who can help you go through whatever it is that you can go through right i have a free mental health checklist on my website that you guys can check out if you want to figure out if something's going Mm -hmm. on but just just do like an internal body check like Mm -hmm. have i been sleeping right yeah you know what am i eating properly like am i hanging around friends or am I isolating myself? Those are just a few questions that you can, you know, tap into to see if you're doing good. Do you? I'm, I'm, I just went blank as soon as I said do, and it mm-hmm. was gone. Because you weren't <laughs> using effective communication. <laughs> okay, that's where we're gonna go. He need a, he need a mental health <laughs> checklist. <laughs> so, where can they find you at on social media? If they were looking to find you, where can they find you at on social media? And for the people who live right here in LA, how can they get in contact with you? Yes. So you can find me on all things Keandra Jackson. That's okay. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of that good stuff. And then you can also visit my website if you're local in the Los Angeles area and you want to come for therapy or mm-hmm. tap into some of my free resources or purchase books whatever it is that you want to do you can visit my website which is kwcouplestherapy.com okay. I have a thriving couples network that I just started nice. for people who are in relationships married or <laughs> not <laughs> 
who gets me live and in color yeah. on a monthly basis. They get 25 plus training videos and I'm giving people access to that for only $1. Do you do, um, I forgot this service they have to $1. where you- $1. One, you heard okay. me. See, see look, as soon, <laughs> he just as, over as, soon <laughs> as I get somebody, we signing up for the Thriving $1 Couples Network. $1. You but get you, instant access. Do you- Cheap. So this is online? This is an online mm-hmm. okay. driving couples network. And that's what Absolutely. I was going to ask because I forgot what, um, I heard it on a podcast as a, they were doing a promotion mm-hmm. and they had the therapist that you could call on the phone and actually talk to them over the phone. Mm-hmm. I was wondering, do what all services do you offer? Do you do the phone? Do you have the internet and the in-person or is it just the, the online network and then in-person? Online network and in-person. So okay. what people don't know is that when you're licensed in a particular state, you can only see clients mm-hmm. in that state. Oh, gotcha. So I have people that that's in Atlanta and New, New York and I'm mm-hmm. like, boo, I can't I see can't you. But I can refer you to another dope therapist. So I only do in-person, and then I have people who can't reach me in-person who want the same type of resources to tap into my couples network. Mm -hmm. And you could be hustling and just be like, I'll take it over the phone. (laughs) I could be doing so much crazy (laughs) stuff, right? Let let me slide you that PayPal. She worked too hard for that license. To get taken away. (laughs) To be ruined. My life would be so ruined for foolishness. Why niggas do that anyway? It's like we all risk it all to get a little bit of extra Mm -hmm. money. (laughs) To get $100. And and your name is ruined. (laughs) Your whole life, your legacy you can't work another day in your life as a therapist no not mm-hmm. doing that Down the drain. <laughs> well miss jackson miss jackson miss jackson don't start don't start don't i didn't even think start. about it until i said it i want to say first of all i want to say thank you for coming out we want to get some pictures with you before you get out of here of course uh artesia thanks for putting this together mm-hmm. uh you did a great well how did you find out about her that's what we need to tell people too um voyage la voyage la mm-hmm. oh that's right because they so voyage is all across the country yes, like dallas because we were recently well we will be featured, featured yeah. in voyage dallas so i was like you know what let me find some more dope people oh, to nice. so i went to that voyage was smart mm-hmm. very smart well okay. hopefully we are connected now to where when we come back we'll be able to do it again totally we also and you know what we may even need to create a segment on the show to where you like they have like a little therapy segment and you get somebody <laughs> Pop for the wheels spinning. I always be thinking of how to connect <laughs> and work with re- people. Relationship Q and A, you know, let people, you know, and expose people to it. But uh, be sure to keep up with all things. The reality is by going to www.therealityis.com. That's T H A. The reality is also follow us at the reality is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can listen to previous podcasts on all streaming platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, be sure to email us at info at the reality Last but not least, be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on you should be listening to bro we don't care if it's a good review we don't care if it's a bad review we just want to hear from you man any last words before you get out before you get out of here thank you guys so much for having me thank make you sure for you coming. stay connected and let's heal families and get our mental health on point and tune in on monday yes what time 6 p.m pacific standard time so that's 4 p.m for central standard time and 3 p.m and 9 he, he don't know he don't you know it's time I'm going back you, oh, oh. 6 p.m 9 p.m eastern 9 p.m eastern 8 o'clock 8 central standard yes. time and 6 yes. I'm out like, he about hey. to have people not tuning in because they on the wrong time lord I'm out my time is off right now this morning like they say in court strike that from your memory like you can really do that but, oh, yeah. but thank you guys for listening always remember to inhale courage to excel success we'll see y'all next time I 
think what flavor of these new Dunkin' Coconut Refreshers you get says a lot about you. Really? What's it say about me? Well, you got the refreshing golden peach because you're vibrant, fun, and positive. Oh, what about me? The bold purple pomegranate means you're vibrant, fun, and positive. I take it I got this delicious pink strawberry because I'm vibrant, fun, and positive. Yeah, it's a simple system, really. Share the shine. Enjoy a medium Dunkin' Coconut Refresher for $3. Order ahead plus earn rewards. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer excludes classic Dunkin' Refreshers. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.